Hey guys, real quick before the episode gets going, just wanted to let you know that as Matt and I were uh, finishing up, wrapping up our show, um, recording on Tuesday night, Davion Prim from Oak Park High School uh, committed to Michigan State. He's a running back, three-star running back, the very first recruit of the Mel Tucker era. We're not going to get to it in today's show because uh, we were already done once it happened. We literally got done recording. We we're like, oh, crap, we need to go right. Um, so that's uh, how that played out. But we will definitely get to it on tomorrow's show. So look forward to talking about that. All right, let's get to today's show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked on Spartans. It is Wednesday, April 8th, 2020 is the year. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my ready for a mystery co-host Matt Sheehan. Matt, what's going on? Not a lot. Just anticipating this uh, third segment mystery. Is that what we got? The third segment. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah. So just the, anticipating uh, that. I'm kind of on my toes. Yeah. The third segment of today's show is a mystery segment. Matt has nothing, no clue, has has no idea what it is about. I'm going to spring it on him like a trap. So I'm looking forward to that. We're going to start the show talking a little coronavirus. As it relates to college football coaches and how we are incredibly fortunate here at Michigan State University uh, as it regards to that. So we'll talk about that and we're going to draft in honor of uh, the passing of Al Kaline, one of the greatest Detroit athletes ever, um, one of the greatest baseball players ever, Hall of Famer, uh, Mr. Tiger. We're going to draft, I guess, or just kind of pick some athletes that we never got to see play that we would have liked to see play and why. Um, just kind of go back in time a little bit. So not a ton of Michigan State stuff today, but uh, I think some fun sportsy segments to uh, bring to you guys. So we're going to get that going. And if you hear a uh, random smattering of thunder in the background, uh, your ears are not deceiving you. It is currently, we're like in between giant storm cells at my house right now, which is why we have sat down to try to get this show in as quick as possible before the second round gets here and before the first round makes it to the other side of the state where Matt lives. So yes, that's the, yep. uh, that's the plan here. So reminder to rate review and subscribe to the podcast. You can find locked on Spartans, Matt, wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, part of the locked on podcast network. Are you ready? Oh, I sure am. Will. let's rock and roll. Fantastic. Uh, did you happen to see what Mike Gundy had to say about coronavirus as it relates to college football? I did, and the uh, advertiser and marketer in me uh, kind of switched over to my PR side as well. Uh, shuddered mm. when I saw that. I was <laughs> like, ooh, those are some bad optics coming from Mike Gundy. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking what he said. Well, it doesn't necessarily I... mean you should say it. <laughs> Sort of. Um, I think to a, to a point. To a point. He, he, he didn't yeah. step about five lines, but like the the root of what he was talking about, I'm sure some people, Every, if hey. not most, have thought it. But oh man, ah, not the time, not the time, Mike. We all want college football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like everyone who is a college football fan wants college football. Obviously. Yes, it's and we April like 7th. economies boosted. Yes. locally and nationally, of course. Certainly, certainly, and we understand what Michigan State football means, A, to the university and B, to the city. Like, we get it. It's really important. We need that to happen. But Mm -hmm. it's April 7th. Not the time to be firing off takes, Matt. 
I think we're about a month and a half away from firing off these kind of takes. But hey, Mike Gundy just locked and loaded the take gun and just went kablam! Which, hey, more power to him. That's just the way he rolls, man. Okay, so Mike Gundy held a teleconference. uh, Oklahoma State head football coach. Um, And he started it with a 20-minute monologue, which... I'm out. Yep. Not a (laughs) great... I'm hanging up. Not a great tactic. But here's just a quote that is kind of making the rounds here. Quote, the NCAA, the presidents of the universities, the Power Five conference commissioners, the athletic directors need to be meeting right now, and we need to start coming up with answers. So far, so good. Sure. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's a, well, I hope that's happening. I hope everyone's planning, contingency plans, what happens if this, what happens if that. That's fine. Everything's fine. Ready? Yep. Yep. Here's where it turns. Yeah. In my opinion... We need to bring our players back. They are mm-hmm. 18, 19, 20, 21, and 22 years old, and they are healthy, and they have the ability to fight this virus off. If that is true, then we sequester them and continue because we need to run money through the state of Oklahoma. Uh, which, which part of that sentence do you want to break down first? <laughs> which, which direction would you like to go with this one? <laughs> I don't want to dive a ton into it. Um, <laughs> I'm bringing this up to talk about Mel Tucker, honestly. So that is obviously yeah. idiocy. Um, young people have died from this disease. Healthy people have been intubated and put into comas and of put course. on ventilators for a week um, on the verge of literally on the verge of death because of this disease. Healthy thing. doctors have died because of this disease. Um, I think if you're in, at the point right now where you're like, yeah, it's not really anything to be trifled with, you're just ignoring information and lying to yourself for whatever reason. We don't need to get into whatever (laughs) your beliefs need to be or biases or anything like that. But it is certainly more dangerous to older people and people with pre-existing conditions. We know that. We also know that young people can have asthma, can have pre-existing conditions that could be further um i I get what's more it could be more dangerous to them because of pre-existing conditions so the idea that they're young healthy and in shape and that that means we can expose them to the virus is it's fine because the economy like that is just from someone who is supposed to be looking out for the best interest of a parent someone who literally has to go into living rooms and convince parents to give me your child i will turn him into a great man right yeah right that's kind of the deal Although we know, like, win football games. That's that's job number one. But also try to make nice young men, too. Mm-hmm. That is just... What he said there is just a stupid thing to say. It's, it's and bold. It's bold. It's bold, and there's been some walking back and, you know, other... It, it's just... It's not a great form for Mike Gundy. <laughs> he should not... Not at all. Tip. No, no. And this goes to, like, most college football coaches, because a lot of them have said stupid things. Dabo was being Dabo, and he got made fun of for, you know, an acronym, and, like, then immediately hopping on a private jet to go on vacation. Of course, yeah. Just optics of it, stuff like that. And, and really, we're not looking to college football coaches for guidance. But... But there are people that do hold them to a high standard yes. and high yes. ground. I, I, yes. Sometimes maybe I'm to a fault sometimes with that, too. Yeah. I mean, not against national pandemics or anything of the sort. But, yeah, we do take what football coaches say with a lot of weight. All coaches, yeah. yeah. They're, they are held to a higher standard. And mm-hmm. I don't need them, don't want them out there, like, being doctors or any anything like that. All yeah, I, I don't want, think anyone asked Gundy to to do yeah, that. <laughs> no, all I all I think should be expected 
is them sort of adhering to and um, acquiescing to people who know more about them, about this than them, right? Yeah. That doesn't seem like too much of an ask. And I bring that up because, like, it's just really nice to have, like, what Mel Tucker has done has just been, like, thank you. Like, thank you for not being one of these coaches that we have to be like, oh, freaking come on, guy. Like, I couldn't, like, if I was an Oklahoma State fan, I'd be like, freaking come on, Gundy. A Clemson fan, like, uh, of course, they all love their guys. They love Dabo. They love Gundy. Yeah. Notre Dame fans, well, I guess they're kind of mixed on Kelly. Um, but any coach, you're just like, True. you don't want to have to spend time, like, defending something dumb your coach did. It's just mm-hmm. not fun. No, and so it's, it's really it's nice. Yeah, it's really nice that Mel Tucker has been a part of a PSA advocating for social distancing. I just went back through his tweets and like every other day he said something about keep social distancing. We need to social distance, flatten the curve. And he was out like in front of it, like mid-March he was doing this, washing hands, social distancing. It's just like he doesn't have to do that. I don't need Mel Tucker to do that. A Michigan fan shouldn't need Jim Harbaugh to do that. There's a nice boom of thunder. Just Ooh, don't wow, do the opposite. Just don't do the opposite, right? Just don't be that guy. Be responsible. I know that's weird to say about grown men. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just be responsible and teach good practices and lead by example. I know that's very cliche, but hey, times like this, cliches work. It seems like this is an easy time. Like, hey, this oh, is above my... Oh, this is the easiest right? way to get some good PR on your side. Are it's... you kidding me? You're, you're being handed <laughs> great PR. Just don't screw it up. Just don't say, hey, we should get all the students back and play immediately so we can start getting water. I mean, start getting money in Stillwater. Like, We're no, starting no. May 1st. That was the other thing you said. We're starting May 1st. Oh, um, I not of 2020 or not. <laughs> Shoot. The, the conference is... Already said until the end of May. Uh, not oh, happening. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you're an NSID or an AD or an anyone, all you do is say to your coach, like, hey, just say this is out of your expertise. We're listening to the experts. That's it. That's yeah. all you got to do. If anyone asks you about it, so, yep, we're going to listen to our experts. We're going to get through this together. And you don't even have to take it the step further that Mel Tucker has done and shoot a PSA like Ed, Orger- or Ed Orgeron did. Oh, yeah. You know, that stuff really matters in Louisiana where they're getting 100%. hammered by it. Um, you don't even have to do that stuff. You don't have to tweet about, hey, keep hand washing, keep social distancing, flatten the curve. You don't have to do that. But it's just really nice to have a coach that in this time, you're like, thank you for being a leader, for being someone people can look to for like smart, sensible. I'm not going to be that moron to say, yeah, we're starting practice in a couple of weeks. What are you talking about? Yeah, and it's also nice him going the extra mile too to like post all these pictures of uh, him and his coaches working from home. Yeah, uh, they're having these Zoom conferences with high school coaches. We were talking about they posted a video today, like a TikTok uh, of what the Full House theme song. Yeah, I was going to ask, do you know what it is? Uh, yeah, did, yeah, like it, it's cool. It's a crappy situation to be in, especially as a guy that has been here for uh, just all of three weeks before the world yeah. shuts down. But hey, he seems to have a good attitude about it, leaning into it. So it, there's a few ways that you can look at it. Yeah, it's great that he's being responsible and doing PSAs. And B, hey, it's cool that he's you know, trying to make this as much of a positive as he possibly can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, they're leaning into it and making the best out of it. And that's really, it's been less than a month he's been the head coach. And it feels like we know him already. We're comfortable as fans with him. We are looking to him um, 
as a leader, not only for the football program, but the university, because that is flat, whether you like it or not, that's a role that they take. The most famous people, the most leadershipy people at a university, judging by like mass population size, like it's the basketball coach and the football coach, depending on where you are. Like the biggest person at Duke is not the dean of no. the science department. It's it's Mike Shashevsky. That's yeah. just, that's how it goes. John Calipari at Kentucky, and you know Jim Harbaugh at, at U of M, and so that's just the reality. And those people, it's nice when they are responsible and true leaders during absolutely bizarre, wild times. So I just wanted to like say that. Give kudos to Tucker and his staff for not being Mike Gundy. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Mel Tucker. Uh, also, if you're listening, hey, join us on the pod. Come <laughs> on the pod. Come on. Start tweeting at Tucker bad. again. We need. He, yeah, he there we go. Showed some interest. We sent an email. It went unanswered. Let's let's get back on this. Let's All right. fan these flames, baby. Let's fan these flames. Let's pause here. We'll come right back and we will uh, pick uh, some older players that were out of our time that we didn't get to see, both at Michigan State and outside of Michigan State. So we'll do that here in just a minute. All right, Matt, this was your segment idea, and I, you know, it comes from you know, the passing of Al Kaline. We mm-hmm. know, we've heard stories. I had a cousin who worked with the Tigers and would tell me you know, you know, she shared some great stories about working next to him. His, her, his like, special office door was across from her little work area, and she said she went there her first day of work and was like, oh, that's cool. I'll probably never see him, and then like Every he was there every day. He was always there wow. and just loved being a part of the organization. She had nothing but great things to say about him, and that's been the response from everyone. Um, but that inspired this segment idea. So why don't you just sort of lay it out beyond that, using that as your uh, intro? Yeah, of course. And there are a, a thousand MSU athletes seemingly that have played before our time. And when I say our time, well, I know we're close in age. For me, I'm speaking like 2000 and prior. Like my first memories mm-hmm. of MSU athletes was luckily that 2000 uh, national championship team. I think my first ever Michigan State memory was the last second field goal against uh, Florida in the Gator Bowl, I believe. So that's like the era where I started to remember stuff. So anyone be- uh, before 1999 is really what we're aiming for. And mine is kind of, I'm like a year or two older than you, but mine's kind of that as well. Mine's actually probably a little later because I honestly didn't even get into, like I liked sports and stuff, but like my Mm -hmm. life was all hockey um, until like 2003, honestly, is when I started dipping my toe into the Lions and the Pistons certainly were there. And then that expanded into college and I grew up. And a family full of Michigan fans, so it wasn't even until like 2007, I think, my or 2006 or seven, my brother went to Michigan State when sure. we started to become a Michigan State house. Even though like the rest of my family who grew up in Southeast Michigan, they're all still mostly Michigan fans. Um, but we transformed as a house like mid 2000s. So even like then, I was starting to like get in on it a little bit and wasn't all the way in. And I didn't really care about college sports that much until. Like almost when I got out of high school, like even during high school, it wasn't that big of a deal to me. I was more concerned with my own sports and, and hockey, really. Um, so I'll, I'll keep the same guideline as you, but I might dip into like 2003 or something like that. Yeah, for, and that's completely fine too. Do we do do we do like snake draft? Like, what what do we do here? Like, how do, how do we even list these? Hey, no, we can just we can just pick like let's just pick a handful and 
We'll take our time, and when we get to 10 minutes, we'll move on. And I know that we're going to miss a bunch of people. Uh, Yes. 100%. There's dozens of athletes on both football, basketball, even some hockey, even sports I'm probably not even mentioning right now. Um, Well, I'm going to just safely assume that we can just cross off Magic. Um, I think that's safe to say. It goes without saying, (laughs) for sure. I would have enjoyed to see Magic play in college. That would have been cool. Yeah, or the, the NBA, a little by the time yeah. he got done in the NBA, you know, that totally. I wasn't, he was 50, 45, 50, but by the time I cared about the NBA. And another probably first obvious name that pops up on the football field is uh, Bubba Smith. Yep. For sure. I was going to say, he, I was, he was on my list. Bubba Smith was on my list. Um, mm-hmm. Would have been really, like, obviously the legend proceeds, yeah. but that would have been cool. And any time a guy can have a whole stadium chanting uh, "Kill Bubba Kill," th- that is a that is an athlete I want to watch play football. Yeah, um, yeah, that goes without saying. So, and I was looking this up too. I was doing a, just a tad of research. He was on the same defense as George Webster uh, from '64 to '66. George Webster got his uh, number retired in '67. Bubba had to sit on ice for like 40 years before <laughs> MSU retired his number. I, I wonder if he was like miffed about that at all. Or not, but uh, maybe uh, I don't know. Hey, you know what? It, it all worked know. out for the best, so it, it's a moot point. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting that there was like a 39 year gap, even though they played on the same legendary defense um, yeah. back then. Uh, yeah, so like you, you go down football, uh, Lorenzo White's another classic one. Um, there's uh, Kirk Gibson. Sorry, I can't even read my own handwriting right now. <laughs> Gibby would have been cool just because, yeah. like, if we could have been on campus at the same time, I wonder what it was like. Obviously, the football mattered. But I, did people like, hey, Kurt Gibson, star wide receiver, he's hit 19 home runs for the baseball team this year. Like, were people checking out baseball games too? That would have been pretty cool to be part of, like, a little thing like, oh, the baseball team's getting exciting because a football yeah. star is like, oh, he's an incredible baseball player too. That would have been cool uh, to see. Well, yeah, and definitely be the coolest guy on campus as well. And a, another guy, and I don't think we're going to see him on Arena of Honor or anything just because the relationship, I think, is a little fuzzy. It is getting better, though, from what I've heard. Tony Mandarich. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to abs- absolutely see six foot six, three hundred thirty pound <laughs> Tony Mandarich just light people up on the line uh, back yeah. at MSU. So he's high on my list too. Um, it would have been yeah. cool to see him do steroids. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, like sure. How, how do much, them all. I don't care. <laughs> how how many steroids is he taking? Like, I just I want to hang out with Tony at his apartment and just see what it all looks like. Let me see the supplements, Tony. Yeah. Why not? And yeah, like his pro career like didn't necessarily pan out, but he was good enough to be a top five pick in the NFL. So I feel like that's a good guy to pick as far as you know people that would have been sweet to see uh, see back in their head. Yeah, I would have. Brad Van Pelt is another one who is before Mm -hmm. our time, who um, was a great player in the '70s, Ring of Honor, uh, Maxwell Award, All American, et cetera, et cetera, uh, College Football Hall of Famer, and had a really good pro career too. Um, but he was just, it it almost, it seems like reading back on him, uh, cause I wanted to do like something like he was like ahead of his time. Like he was a monster and in the 60, late sixties, early seventies, there wasn't a ton of like six, five, 230 pound people who could move. No. And that it's just like, obviously there's a reason he was so good. And it's because he was just kind of cut from a different cloth that would have been really special to see in real time. Um, for as much as we've had in terms of success, especially on the football field, it's been a lot of great football players to come through. But like Charles Rogers was the last kind of freak, right? 
the yeah, last absolutely. dude you're yeah. like oh okay this is like let me make sure I remember and I didn't even get to see him play until the NFL honestly I never I, I probably saw like highlights or something or maybe the game was on in the background and it's sort of I caught some plays mm-hmm. or something um, but I didn't really get to see him at all at Michigan State and, I, you know, in the NFL, we know what happened there. But, like, he was, like, the last sort of freak, right? And that's been 20 years. Yeah, I would say so, definitely. Right? 17 years? Eight, when did he get drafted? Uh, I'm bad 02? at math, so I, I think, think it was like 18, 19 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah 18 it's years, a, 18 years. So that would have been really cool to see someone like that. And just, you know, even Tony Mandarich fits in with that sort of uh, same mold. You're like, whoa, this is a different kind of dude. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been really cool to see. And just to switch to the basketball court really quick, uh, you know, you have the classic names written down, Magic, Kelser, uh, Steve Smith, uh, Jumpin' Johnny Green, who averaged 18 and 17 his senior year. Uh, and any time you got the name Jumpin' <laughs> as part of your nickname, that probably means you're an exciting player to watch. But there are two uh, players that I had starred down. One is Sean Respert. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a big shooting guy. Anytime a guy can shoot 47 effing percent from three, like Sean that, you talk, you talk about ahead of your time, yeah. ahead Ooh, of his time, absolutely. The OG Splash Brother. That would have been awesome to see and appreciate. And another guy um, written down just because I love the stories of his moxie and everything, and how much of a gamer he was, how much grit he had. You probably know where I'm going with this. Scott Skiles. Scotty Skiles, baby. Scotty Skiles, yeah. the guy who looked John Thompson square in the eye and said, "Get someone out here who can check me <laughs> during an NCAA <laughs> tournament game." Man, that guy had moxie for days. So that would have been amazing to see him play uh, while he was at yeah. MSU. Respert is like. I didn't really appreciate it until I started working around Michigan State and having to research things, but like second all time in Big Ten scoring. Like, yeah, and like you said, he shot, he shot damn near 50% from three for his career. Mm-hmm. And just looking at his numbers and like, yeah, he was Big Ten player of the year, all American, all Big Ten, all that stuff. But like, if Sean Respert was playing right now, Oh, he wouldn't like even make he, it his junior year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he took nine threes a game. Like, he was truly, truly ahead of his time um, and was just yeah. an absolute bucket. He should have taken 13 threes a game. Like he 40, he's absurd. He shot a career 45% from three on six oh, yeah. attempts per game over his four-year career. I know, four years. He would have never made his sophomore year uh, because no. after his, his freshman year, averaging uh, 15.8 points per game on 45% shooting from three. <laughs> like, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're top 20 if, in today's game if, if you could do that. <laughs> like, you see, he going. Yeah, and, like, he was top 10 pick, and it's just, like, his NBA career wasn't what it should have been. He, he shot 34% from three. Like, he just didn't. He was in the wrong time. He was playing in the 90s, and that was yeah, he's not two his and era. Half decades. And, yeah. I'm sorry, one and a half decade or too early. Yeah, yeah. Sean Resper, I, I just, yeah, that would have been awesome. And I would have, if I could go back in time, I could make Sean Resper one of the greatest basketball players ever just by, like, handing out spreadsheets. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. you guys, you're looking at it all wrong, and just, like, cr- like basically ripping off everyone's analytical work from the last 20 years and just, like, change the game. And they're like, yeah, this Sean Resper guy needs to take all the shots for us. Yeah, um, God, are there 4. any... 4.3 point... Uh, sorry, 4.3 three-pointers made per game senior year. That's... My man had That's a absurd. gat. My man had a gat on the court. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely uh, absurd, and it's totally out of his time. And I, it, it must have been 
wild watching that because no one else was playing that game. Like, that's just not how it was played. And, like, there were certainly good shooters and whoever is coming through the system. And it, you know, there's definitely good shooters every year. But, like, to have that guy at MSU, like, yeah, damn near shooting 50% on nine attempts a game his senior year. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, some casual, just, yeah. This is beyond Steph Curry. All right. And that's pretty much everyone I had written down. I did have Ryan Miller written down. Uh, even though he did end his playing career in 02, I wasn't really too dialed into hockey. Yeah, but when I am I'm, watching hockey, I'm a big goalie guy. So Ryan Miller fits that bill as well. We all should have paid more attention to Ryan Miller. Yeah. I, I know not, hockey 94% was, save percentage. That's pretty damn good. Hockey was booming then, and it was popular on campus. But he's one of the greatest Spartan athletes ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it just it's not mentioned uh, among the group. All right. Let's pause here for a second. We're going to come back and do our mystery segment. Matt? I'm excited. It's movie, it's movie trivia. We'll do that here in just a second. Okay, Matt, you have now known for about three seconds that I'm going to be quizzing you on movie things. Are you excited? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to catch some heat for this if uh, our listeners make it to this segment and follow me on Twitter. So let's uh, rock and roll here. All right, so... Some are easy, some are tougher, but they're all like if I would classify it as this. Mm-hmm. I am a pretty decent movie fan. I've seen a lot of movies. I really enjoy movies. Okay. All of these are incredibly easy for me. Mm-hmm. So that's how I would think someone who's pretty into movies would not have any trouble answering any of these, okay? And I'm the kind of movie person where I've seen 15 movies, and on day 22 of quarantine, uh, I watched my first movie of the whole quarantine. Instead of watching a new movie, I just watched The Town for seemingly the 13th time uh, in my life. So that's the kind of movie person I am. Which is random, because Town's The Town's a great movie, but it's not like some smash hit or anything. <laughs> no, nah, it's the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> like a really good movie they made 10 years ago. All right, it's are you ready? Movie. It's the best movie. Yes, I am ready. All right, first, first question, or first prompt. Name okay. five Tom Cruise movies. Now, he could five be starring. He could have a bit oh, role. He could do anything in the movie. Five movies that Tom Cruise has been in. Sure. Uh, Valkyrie. There's one. Mission Impossible. Two. Top Gun. Valkyrie's the first one you went with. <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd appreciate that. <laughs> Three. Oh, man. Um, 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 uh, a Few Good Men. A Few Good Men. Four. What's the, what's the oh god the the action movie the it's not it's not Jack Ryan it's uh oh god what's the one oh shoot Jack Ryan Jack Ryan is not correct Jack Ryan is the name of a character in oh, crap. you know clear and present danger and hunt for red October different things like that Spy oh, of course yeah duh yes. silly duh. me oh man a fifth uh, yeah oh, oh oh Jerry Maguire Jerry Maguire oh you did it. All right, all right. Look at me go. Look at me go. I've watched two of those movies. I've watched no. I'm sorry. I've watched Valkyrie, A Few Good Men, and Jerry Maguire. I've not <laughs> watched Mission Impossible. I've not seen Top Gun. No. <laughs> oh my god. All yep, right. I know. Little tougher here. Name two Academy Award Best Picture winners movies. Two movies <sighs> that have won Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Yeah. Uh, okay. Both end with light. Spotlight. Moonlight. Let's go, baby. I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. Oh, have I you seen either of those movies? 
Uh, both on a plane. Now, it's like a running joke with me and my friends that any movie I do see, it is, well, on an airplane. Because what else are you going to do up there? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to pay the $5 for Wi-Fi to do anything of that sort. So, no, I just watch the movies that are in front of me. So, the only time I really watch a movie is when I've really got nothing else to do. This is, this is so disappointing so far. Name two people that have played Batman. Oh, no. Christian Bale. That's oh, one. you know what? You know what? Oh, and this is... I only know this because of Michigan State, because they shot this at Michigan State. Ben Affleck. Oh, my God. Yes. Go green, baby. Look at the tie-in back to the MSU podcast of this. This is... Wow. This I'm, is, I'm, I'm, I'm beating this up with flying colors right now. Look at me go. terrible. Um, this is... What, a, what an upset run that I'm making right now. Who is the dude? Who is the dude? Is that like a question? That's the question. Who is the dude? Who's, Who's the? D- I have no idea. I could sit here for fifteen hours. I, I would not come up with a competent answer. Uh, there we go. J- J- Jack Nicholas. I don't know. <laughs> Finally, we got one. I don't even know what that's in reference to. <laughs> uh, Big Lebowski, one of the Man, most popular one. movies. Uh, yeah, last, I hear uh, it's great. Years, so years. Yeah. Um, can you tell me who directed Pulp Fiction? Okay, there's like three actors' names that I know. It's like Spielberg, Scorsese, and Tarantino. Is it is it one of those three? I'm not going to give you any hints. Nah, this doesn't seem serious. I haven't watched Pulp Fiction, but I know like the genre it is. Um, what is the genre? Just like quirky, just different. I don't know, like funny but dark. <laughs> Uh, you know, just some interesting elements in there. So I don't think it's like a Spielberg production. Scorsese doesn't strike me as that either. So I'll go with my third one that I have. And I think this is the, is it Tarantino? It is Tarantino, oh isn't it? Oh my God. Let's go. Yes, I'm a movie I'm maven. I'm so mad that you don't know any of these that you keep talking your way through them. Yeah. Except yeah. for the best picture. I'm shocked you knew two best picture winners. Yeah, shout out to Delta Flights for the best uh, picture winners on, on that one. I can't believe I got five Tom Cruise movies. I, I'm going to just give myself a nice little participation trophy off that alone. Can you explain Avatar to me? No, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Simply put, uh, people are blue. They live in a forest. I'm sure something horrible happens to them, but by the end of the movie, everything's okay. Did I nail it? <laughs> I almost want to give you half credit. All right, I'll, I'll take it. No, I've been on the ride at Disney, uh, both of them, two very fantastic You've been on the rides. Ride? I've been on the rides. Uh, luckily, you didn't really need context to appreciate them. I'm sure I would have appreciated them more if I've watched five minutes of the movie, but no, I didn't. What's the, f- what's the first rule of Fight Club? Oh, I shoot. It's just because I've heard it so many times. It's that no one talks about Fight Club. Now, have I seen a minute of Fight Club? That is not the rule. What? It's don't talk about Fight Club. I get half credit for that, right? I think I get half. I'm so furious. I haven't watched <sighs> Fight Club, though. you you got to blame pop culture for that one. That's such like a common I phrase, know. though. Yeah, that's, that's on pop culture. Where was Apocalypse Now set? Oh, God. Mars? I don't... Mars? Vietnam. Oh, shit. <laughs> Whoops. Probably uh, the most famous Vietnam movie oh, in all movies. Crap. All right. Whoops. I thought that was more of like the, the signs uh, or arrival. Uh, ilk, if you would. Not uh, Vietnam. All right. Whoopsie daisy. Apologize to all veterans of Vietnam. All right. Who, who played Indiana Jones? 
who played Indiana Jones? Who who did play Indiana Jones? It's um oh god, it's oh oh no 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 oh I can't do it. What's his name? Harrison it's, Ford. Um, god, Harrison Ford. He's still with us, right? He is still with us. Okay, still Good cantankerous as ever. Good Who's Luke Skywalker's dad? It's it's Darth Vader, right? Have you ever seen any of the Star Wars movies? Uh, not not a minute. No, not a That's single just, minute of any. Star some Wars of these film. are too pop culturey. Yeah, it's just because I know the quotes like "Luke, I am your father," and like yeah. I know people say it in that like voice that Darth that's, Vader that's says fair. it in. Who Ask me any the, other? Uh, sorry. <laughs> Two parter. Who starred in the Matrix? What was his character's name? <sighs> For some reason, I know it's Keanu Reeves. I don't know mm-hmm. why I know that. You will not, in a thousand guesses, get me to get the characters. Uh, give me, uh, oh, God, uh, what's a futuristic sounding name? Uh, oh, Braxton. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Who is Morpheus? Who is Morpheus? Isn't that what like the, the formal name of Flubber, I guess? Would that be the correct answer? Morpheus, and it is another character in the Matrix world. Uh, Neo is... Keanu Reeves. Neo. All right. I think I've heard that Neo. once, maybe. All right. Neo. Who uh, who starred in the Harry Potter movies? Oh, Danny Radcliffe. Danny Radcliffe. <sighs> we're back. We're back. I knew you were going to get that. We're back. Can you name five of the Avengers? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, like, in this, I will, okay. I will... I'm opening the universe to every... Single one of them. Yeah, I hope I'm playing in the right universe is the thing. Um, because I know there's two, right? Is that right? There are, yeah, okay. Uh, give me, give me, give me Captain America. That's one. Iron Man. Two. Superman. No. What? He's in the other universe. Oh, God. Okay. Sp- <laughs> Spider-Man. Eventually, Spider-Man did join the Avengers. Oh, I knew that. Everyone knows that. I had no idea. Uh, So not Wonder Woman then. No, Wonder Woman's in the other one. Uh, I'm gonna. You got one wrong, so I kind of got to cut you off. All right, that's fine. That's fine. Give me some more guesses, though. I want to see where this goes. Thor. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Look at me go. Hey. Yeah. Flash. No. Oh man. (laughs) We're like fifty-fifty right now between the universes. I, I should I should have went to uh, Endgame. Is that what it was called? Endgame was that the Avengers one? And just like at the end, be like, "Where's Where's Superman and Flash? Like, what's going on here? Just where is the Flash? <laughs> causing a stir in uh, in the theater. Where is All Batman? Right. <laughs> Wait, is Two Batman, more here. Batman? Two more. Okay. So I'm gonna give you a no on that one. All right. What Leonardo DiCaprio movie was a box office smash? The biggest box office money maker until it was unseated by Avatar. Oh, I think I know this one. I think it's Titanic. Oh, it is Titanic. Yeah, because, see, that's... Yeah, I, I've heard that in enough trivia games that I've played in. All right, last one. last one. It's for all the marbles. For- I, f- I feel like this is for all the marbles. Well, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight right. One, two, three, four, five, six wrong. So you win. Wow, you win I'm, this okay. round. I'm making them harder next time. Um, uh, I'm not going to do well, yeah. Bruce Willis fights terrorists in a skyscraper. Oh, no. 
No. No? No. That's a no? No. It's an immediate no. Blade Runner. I don't know. <laughs> oh, what is, here's a bonus question. What do Blade Runners do? Oh, what, uh, they kill people. What people, right? though? Bad, bad, bad people. So Nazis. A specific thing? Nazi terrorists. No, no, no. They kill replicas. Replicants. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> dang it. Uh, Bruce Willis in a skyscraper is Die Hard, buddy. Oh, di- oh, that's a Christmas movie everyone tries to be funny about when uh, December rolls around. That's right. All right. Die Hard. <laughs> die Hard. Okay, um, wow. So I threw in the bonus Blade Runner question. That means you got eight right and eight wrong. Yeah, that sounds about right. Honestly, happy with my performance, as sad as that sounds. Pretty pretty proud of what I was able to scrap up there. The Tarantino talk- one for Pulp Fiction, I'm proud about. The five uh, Tom Cruise Tom movies. Tom Cruise, thrilled. you talked your way through a couple of them. That was really impressive. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. You wouldn't that. have gotten... Can you name anyone else who's played Batman? So we'll no. get rid of Ben Affleck. Uh, Just uh, one more Batman. No. One more did- Batman. Oh you gotta, boy! You got Adam a bunch West. Of choices. Adam West. <laughs> I meant in the movies, but I'll give you that for uh, the TVs. All right. Although Appreciate I don't know it. if Adam West did uh, a oh, movie sh- Batman. Sure, sure he did. I, yeah, why not? No, I don't think I could do another movie of Batman. Can I? No, I can't. No. 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 How about just... Robert? Can you name Ooh. Robert Pattinson? <laughs> no, would not have come up with that one. No. Do you know what other movie he starred in? Franchise? He's he's Twilight, correct? He is Twilight. He did Batman too. Good for him. Wow, what a, that's called range, my friends. Nice. There's a Batman movie coming out that he he's gonna be the next Batman. Oh, good good on him. All right, Matt, you All did right. uh, surprisingly well. I'm gonna try yeah. to make you go over next time, but they won't you, be too yeah. hard. You'll still like I I went with honestly like. Mm-hmm. The biggest stars in the biggest movies. Yeah, of all like time. the if most this obvious was... question. Yeah, if this was Jeopardy, th- these all would have been like $200 category oh, questions. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll get the $400 uh, next time around. Yep, we'll do it. All right, well, I, f- all right. I feel like I embarrassed myself, but I could have done a lot worse. So I'm, I'm happy with my performance here. You could have done a lot worse. Um, yeah. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode just like this one. We'll find things to talk about. We don't know yet, but we'll find some things to talk about. So we look forward to doing that. We'll see you tomorrow. Matt, take us home. No, I'm just going to go watch the town for the 14th time now. See you guys.